and welcome to the same one. Hi, Jane. <laughs> hey, Ro. We've a guest. We've a guest. We've just been giggling for the past like, 20 minutes over like um, dogs, anal glands and uh, ringworm. And... and we're confused about the worms in humans. Are they actual worms? Yeah, we. what do you mean? We just Googled like the past. Yeah, so yeah we Googled all the different types of worms. If anyone has any details about worms, let us know. Yeah. I don't know if you want to know that. No. Who, that, who's that voice we hear? <laughs> who's uh, the third person? We're here with Taz. Do, do you want to be called Taz? Yeah. Tara? Yeah, Taz. Yeah. Taz. Great nickname. It is cool. How come, where, where did that come from? Just because it's... So actually what happened was, um, I was doing, when I first moved up to Dublin, I was doing a show on FRQ which used to be like like Spin's online station, yeah. like training station kind of thing. Anyway, um, I did a show on that for a while and um, the girl who was on before me was called Tara. So there couldn't oh. be two Taras in a row. So I was like, <gasps> on the spot, I was like, Taz. Great. Actually, I did a talk two weeks ago and somebody thanked me and said, thank you, Tasmania. And I was like, wow. Oh wow. my God. That's I wish. a hashtag. I wish. Tasmania. There's a name. It's probably um, copyrighted though. What? It's pretty copyrighted. What do you mean copyrighted? Oh no, that's Taz the Tasmanian Devil. <laughs> do you know my own? I know that's a country. I was like, the country's copyrighted. Sorry, I, I was thinking, oh my god, can you not call anyone a country name? I was like, no, there's people called there's Paris, Paris, oh, yeah. and there's like loads of India's. <laughs> and there's that girl called oh, yes. Ireland. Ireland. <laughs> Who's that girl called Ireland? Ireland Baldwin. Baldwin. Yeah. Yeah. Random. Yeah. So I was thinking, you can't anyway. <laughs> anyway, why are we here? Well, we're here to talk about sustainable fashion. Woo! Woo! Yeah, we've actually been wanting to do an episode on, not on this specifically, but I guess on our responsibility as humans to make sure that the earth doesn't completely implode on itself. Mm. And I, th- I don't think we've done, we've done pretty, we've done no episodes on this. Zero. And it's something that we talk about a lot in our free time. I don't know why we've never talked about it. It's a bit of a, I think if you and me were to sit here and talk about it, we wouldn't have a clue. We're no, about. see, that's the thing. Like, okay, so we put out a lot of questions. Okay, well, no, wait, hold on. Why are we specifically focusing on fashion? We're focusing on fashion because I think everyone has a keep cup. 100%. Yeah. I have a moon cup. Like, I, I am delighted. I've got my, re- I've got my washable period pants. Yeah, moon cups change. We've, like, got, a, we've like got a shampoo they're bar. They're the best things ever, aren't they? Ever. Ever, ever. Never leak. Um, ever. I, d- I don't know. I, I, went, I, got out, I got out of the habit and I'm real freaked about the moon cup. Really? Like I was using it for a while and I was like really delighted myself and then I just lost my nerve. Yeah, it is It is daunting. Like it is it's, daunting. Especially when it kind of like, you know, when you can't like um, get in far enough to like get to stop the suction. Completely. And you try and pull it out and it's still it's like sucking that's, in. That, well, so, that's so my experience. So a moon cup is a menstrual cup. Yes. yes. Sorry. Yes. 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 The brand. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I was at actually, I was chatting, my friend, my best friend Neve brought this guy to a talk that I was doing, like on a first date. It was like a talk <gasps> on food waste. Amazing. And after we started, Neve was like, oh my God, I'm so happy I got a, a moon cup. And the guy she was, she was sitting beside who was on his first date was like, I just ordered one today in green and pink. And we're like, oh, sorry, Stephen, different cup. He was talking about a keep cup. Oh <laughs> my, I, I just ordered one today on a green and pink moon cup. I'm pretty sure they're on two colours. Oh my God. <laughs> but that suction thing is really what, that's what like made me go freak out. It's hard just to like break that suction. Yeah. It I, is like, sometimes yeah. like you to- you have to give it a good tug like. Well, like you're you like do. digging for gold in there you sometimes. You are sometimes, but it is great. Honestly, it is great. It is, you don't be scared. Don't be scared. I this, did, I will say, I did have a moment Um couple weeks ago it was pride and one of my mates had like a pride brunch and i was like day one heavy and i went to the bathroom and (laughs) i had to empty my moon cup yeah um i was in there for like probably a good 15 minutes because what i did was i had a few drinks on me and i put my phone in the sink just to like (gasps) mind it and then i like took the moon cup out and then i like reached across sink and poured it on top of my phone no you didn't jane yeah you didn't. Yeah. You poured your period blood on your phone. Yeah. That phone that's sitting right there. Uh, I got like a disinfection ah, wipe and everything. Blood. But it was like a murder scene in but, there. But listen, also, I was just telling you guys before we started recording, I moved into a new house this week. Congrats. Just this congrats, week. Just this week. Wow. But day one, similar buzz, moon cup needed to be emptied. And yeah. I was moving all my stuff from basically I was... I moved in my old place like a month ago so I moved all my stuff home to my home house in Mullingar and then my dad was kindly bringing it all back up so it was like a long day of moving and yeah. pushing and shoving and pu- you, you know yourself nothing more stressful no, yeah. nothing more yeah. stressful so after a long hard day I needed to empty my moon cup and like sometimes the, sp- the smell <laughs> oh the like, smell oh really Pure I blood. get a smell yeah I guess an irony smell 
Yeah, yeah, like maybe, but like day one, sometimes I get a bit of smell. <laughs> but the housemate that I hadn't met yet mm. was actually waiting outside the toilet to go in after me. I was like, oh no. Oh no. I um, told Jane this before that <laughs> I was like, no, I just get like a real strong vinegar like smell. Like it's like, uh, or like pure blood. You know, that kind of smell of blood. Yeah, yeah. no, yeah, but not vinegar. That's like what my blood smells like. It's <laughs> that bad, like it's acidic or weird. something. Even if I'm not on my vagina, if I was bleeding anywhere, I get that smell. Yeah, okay, yeah. I get that. Am I all right? Am I going to die? Well, I mean, I wouldn't say vinegar, but... And uh, maybe it's like a, a light vinegar. A light vinegar. A vinegar. A vinaigrette. A vinaigrette. Yeah. Um, but what I found good about the moon cup was that you could see how much blood it actually was. I find that fascinating. Yeah. And it's not actually that much blood. It's not that much it's at all. That much. It's, it's like per cycle. It's like two tablespoons of blood or something, they say. I know. And that I blew my mind. That. I know. I know. And then like how gloopy one, like, it is. Yeah, I know. How it's like gloop. And but like, it is because like... It's your insect. Like, it's, it's not so just hick. blood. It's like also your. Maybe it just aligns the clots. <laughs> oh yeah, you know maybe, as mean? in maybe they add up to more, and we're not <laughs> coming back into the clots discussion. We anyway. already had a whole second <laughs> episode on that. Anyway, but what? How so the point. That? The point is, yeah. like everyone is is doing their bit, and to be fair, that's amazing. Right, but it's probably making a tiny in- impact compared to what we could be doing when buying clothes. Or the thing about clothing is, it's like everybody wears clothing. It's like the only people who are free of sustainable mm. fashion are the nudists, genuinely. Because like people think <laughs> that like sustainable fashion is only people who are really into their clothing or, you know, read fashion magazines. Yeah. But in reality, it's anybody who buys clothes, which is everybody. So going sustainable with your fashion choices is a really accessible and easy way you can be more eco-conscious. Like if you're looking to do one thing that's more eco-conscious, mm. your clothing is very easy. Like some people you know, aren't at a stage yet where they're ready to go vegan or can't step yeah. away from their car or, you know, there's loads of different things that people are just not quite ready to jump onto yet. But like clothing is very accessible and, and easy impactful. to do. And very impactful. Yeah. Very impactful. Yeah. Um. So before we dive into it, how did you, how, tell us about yourself. Like why, how did you get into, I guess why does it interest you like how, how why are you so passionate about it how do you and get yeah we point? actually mentioned you run sustainable fashion dublin oh, and, course, and how yeah. that started and yeah. all that crack give us all the all the deeds okay <laughs> Damn. Damn. okay um yeah so i run a collective called sustainable fashion dublin with my pal geraldine carton and we run kind of like fun and inclusive events all around sustainable fashion where we show people how fun and accessible sustainable fashion can be mm. but how i kind of got interested in it i suppose i've always been interested in kind of like trends in consumption I suppose mm. um, and the idea of you know of the generation that we are like the disposable generation like the generation of like more is more and brands pushing quantity over quality on us and the more and more I kind of looked into that and kind of like linked it to my everyday life you realize that corners are being cut for us to get such qu- like such quantities mm. of things like yeah. Say like fast fashion, for example, we own four times the amount of clothing our parents own and 60% wow. of that clothing ends up in a landfill within one year of being made. Jesus. So like fast fashion is basically, it's like to put it in short, it's fashion in vast quantities that is harming the planet. And for that that quantity of clothing to get to us, there are corners that are being cut mm. and the corners that are being cut, we don't see those corners. For us, it's a win-win-win. We're getting clothing in every size every shape every color in every brand but from where these clothes where this clothing is actually made it's really impacting communities biodiversity sure, yeah. and like and the environment essentially mm. so kind of how, I, how I, I really got into this was i attended i was nominated to attend the united nations young world leader summit in the united what? nations center in bangkok Woo! i know well i know that? how did you that was what? a couple of years ago that was That's a couple a whole years story ago in itself. Wow. Whole story. but anyway at that it was uh, it was just kind of like a a couple of like students well not we were i wasn't a student but like young people yeah. um from every united <clears throat> nation went to present kind of like some of the most pressing issues in their from their nation and at that like there was horrific things like you know female genital mutilation and like I couldn't wrap my head around how government bodies were allowing such harm to happen to human beings mm. and you know I, I really struggled to kind of wrap my head around some of the things that were happening in the developing nations and how much of an effect 
they were having on communities and kind of when I started to look more into consumption and I looked more into the fast fashion and looked more into these corners that were being cut I was like shit I was looking at these government bodies saying how can they allow female Mm. genital mutilation to happen and right now I'm looking at my wardrobe and being like just so I can have this clothing I'm allowing communities to be devastated like the carcinogens the the pesticides and fertilizers that are being sprayed on cotton just so that we can get vast quantities of cotton. t-shirts that is that that was the one because like, I've, I've seen that on your instagram before and i was like okay this is like obviously very narrow-minded but i was always like cotton white fluffy and that's 100 like, cotton like yeah. you know my mother was always like 100 cotton that's you know good quality and i've yeah. it drilled into all of us like cotton is good yeah 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 and so I, yeah pe- what people don't know is that cotton is an extremely thirsty plant and and if it's not if it's not called organic cotton, then it's generic cotton. And what that mm-hmm. means is that the cotton plant is being sprayed with pesticides and fertilizers to aid growth. And those pesticides and fertilizers are being leached into the soil and into the waterways of places like Bangladesh, where mm. communities need this water for food to wash for daily for daily life. And most of the, a lot of these pesticides and fertilizers are carcinogenic. So they're causing like Jesus. widespread disease. Um, but also because cotton is such a thirsty, thirsty plant, there's, it, it's it's sucking sucking fresh water out of the ground that these communities need. So there's a place in Uzbekistan. There's a sea, uh, sorry, a lake, but it's actually called a sea for some reason. But it's called the Aral Sea, mm. and it used to be the third largest inland sea lake in the world and now i think it's like a 20th of the size because there was cotton plantations all around the outside of it so these plantations were sucking up the fresh water to produce cotton to meet the demand that Mm. we that we put on them for t-shirts and the water that they were pumping back into the soil was dirty wastewater that was full of these carcinogens and pesticides and fertilizers so the communities all around the aral sea like there's hundreds of species of fish have been completely lost because what happened in this what happened in this aral sea like we just we raided that sucked the water out of it and put our wastewater back in just so that we can have clothing Mm. and so like That is shocking, by the way. Yeah. Like literally, just those couple of few stats that, like, I can't believe that sixty percent of clothes will end up in the landfill within the first year. Yeah, that's insane. That's so depressing. But I, I guess when you're talking about, um, like you know, Bangladesh and, and all these far off places, it's hard for people to relate themselves and think, well, what can I do? Mm, mm. But so, so it's essentially just supply and demand. So if we mm. stop the demand for it, then hopefully this will reverse itself i suppose but is there really yeah is there yeah. any hope like is so there what, any hope for anything what, i mean we're diving right in but like in a nutshell like what is the message that you want to spread like what 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 is something tangible that people can do today like the, the, that will make an impact the number one thing is stop buying mm. like the only reason that this problem is a problem is because of consumerism it's because that we, it's because we're giving we're giving these companies these corporations these factories a need to to carry out production. So like, stop buying new clothes. Stop buying new clothes. Yeah, yeah. Like that's so simple. It's like what used to be four seasons of fashion is now 52 seasons of fashion. So what used to be <gasps> spring, summer, autumn, winter is now 52 seasons of fashion. So fast fashion houses are bringing out new lines every single week. And yeah. the only reason that they're doing that is to make us feel like what we're wearing is already out of style so that we'll buy more. And it works. It's, and it works. But it's so scary as well because obviously like that that is their moneymaker. That is their sole purpose is to make money. So it's it's so hard to fight that. Do you mm. know what I mean? Mm. Like they're not, like there's so much responsibility on them to be responsible as well. But why would they? Well, oh, completely. Like, that's, you know? that's not like, I did, a, <coughs> like, I did an interview recently on like a big Irish chain that has kind of like reached a monumental mm like how many years they've been around and like 50 years I 50 think. years <laughs> i think there's a 50th birthday there a few years there. Ago. but uh, they're asking like like you know is their business model sustainable and of course it's not sustainable but it works for them like they are like there's a reason that they're so popular and like why would they change when the demand is still there mm-hmm. and like i completely understand that like sustainability can can come across as an elitist thing because like there are there are families there are there are you know there are people in ireland that the only reason that their kids have clothes on their back is because clothing is now affordable yeah. where yeah. it wasn't 50 years yeah. ago. Like I, I, I understand. I yeah. completely understand that, you know, fast fashion is, has made clothing accessible to a lot of people. But I think the responsibility lies on, on like on the, the fashion houses and the quantity that exactly. they're putting out. 
exactly like I was just saying that Zara just announced that um by the year 2025 all their clothes are going to be I don't know was it was it made of like sustainable materials yeah Yeah, and like Adidas had that shoe that runner recently that's made yeah and it was kind of misleading because I was like oh it's made from recycled materials it's like no No. it's just they're still going to be making a whole new line of shoes but it will be recyclable those shoes themselves I think are recyclable but what they're made with is just that Completely. Like they're still like if 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 they're still trying to drive consumers, yeah. if they're still yeah. trying like if they're still trying to get you to buy more, mm. like that's the problem. The problem here is the quality, the quantity that people that these companies are trying to get you to buy. But it's an addiction. Like I would have, I can definitely say that like I have or had more so like an addiction to buying clothes. Yeah, like a hundred percent. And like to be fair, I've always loved charity shops. It's nice that it's kind of cool now. My mom was always a pusher of charity shops, yeah. so I love them. But the, the amount of vintage and second hand clothes buy I buy the ex- exact same amount in yeah. new clothes Absolutely. as well but like there's um, a reason it's called like retail therapy yeah, yeah. Like, I, it's yeah. like fully how, how, how much was it like how much was like you're having a bad day go in and treat yourself to something yeah. like, I mean, ASOS free delivery free returns the whole like so easy 100% I like, can if, pay out my thumbprint yeah I, I like like <laughs> if I was having like if I day one of my period getting cramps I'd be like you deserve go in you treat deserve. yourself buy something new like that was like my attitude I was yeah. in that I was in that bucket but I think the whole the, the way we got to change this is like you don't necessarily have to like curb your want or desire for clothing you know that's like people people's whole life is fashion people yeah, love sure. clothing and like yeah, I love it's self-expression clothing. and it's, it's self-expression it's, yeah. exactly it's just looking at ways to kind of do it differently so even when, when we look at like bloggers or influencers for example the way it used to be 15 10 15 years ago was you know a blogger would put up a video with a white t-shirt and say this is the same white t-shirt style 15 ways where mm. now it's swipe up for this affiliated link of 20 different outfits in one in yeah. one Instagram story. So it's just trying to get creative with your clothing. You know, you don't, it doesn't need to be hemp knickers and gray clothing <laughs> and hand-me-downs from your granny. Like it yeah. can be fun and it can be colorful and it can be expressive. But Although hand-me-downs it, from my granny are, were fucking fantastic. Look at this shirt. <laughs> like, are you able? Well, I can't get over like I, yeah, my granny, I got a lot of her clothes because I always just loved her clothes. And uh, the cast thing is that she always said, like, really didn't buy a lot. But what she bought was like, like a barber jacket or, you know, really. I don't quality. know what a barber jacket it's is. It's just, it's a brand sort of like wax jackets okay, like, right, yeah. made for horse riding and But people hunting. used to invest in your favourite hobbies. My favourite <laughs> hobbies. But, you know, she would have invested in like really, or like Ray-Ban sunglasses, which back then were like, you know, yeah. a big deal, like very, very expensive and would have like bought very little, but. Quant, like really but that's, that's what we need to get that's what we need to get back to like yeah. as I said we own four times the amount of clothing our parents owned and the quality of that clothing is way way worse like there's a reason why when you go into vintage shops or charity shops the stuff that's of really good quality is the older stuff because mm. clothing today the uh, old Marks and Spencer stuff God. like it's great and it has a, the really old label I have so many old Marks and Spencer stuff Mar- like honestly so yeah. so great but even yeah. like like St. Bernard St. back Bernard, in the day before yeah, it was done stores. Oh yeah. God, yeah. Lo, lo, yeah, St. Bernard. You know it's good quality if you see St. Bernard tag on something. Yeah, it used, it, like, it used to be good quality but th- like suddenly we've come to this mindset where we need more instead of quality. Yeah, yeah. that's because you want more choice. Mm. It's yeah. all down to more choice. That's it. And so like too much choice is a person. Yes, I don't want yeah. to say it again. And Jane yeah. and I had a bit of an interesting like discussion where um. Jane, you're talking about like someone, a friend of yours who's mentioned, oh, but like, you know, shopping secondhand and charity shops and vintage shops and thrift shops, whatever you want to call them. They are, it's it's kind of for trendy people or people who are very fashionable. And I was like, that's not true. Like most of the stuff in a charity shop is like, Jane no, commented the on way, what it. The way she put it was, she was like, we're in work and she's like, Jane, I have a question. I want you to ask her, how does a basic bitch find an outfit? And I was like, but half the stuff shop. in a charity shop is literally like, New look, pennies, you know. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, 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 no, yeah. but I think it comes back to what you're saying, like um, that for some people, this yeah. whole kind of trend of sustainability is uh, elitist. A hundred percent. So I, I think that's the crux of that. Completely, that I, I completely yeah. agree with that. Like, and I, I know how it comes across like that way. Even if, if, if you wanted to buy a pair of jeans and a white t-shirt new that were sustainable, like you're parting with four hundred quid from yeah. the gecko. Yeah. But like, there are ways that you can engage in sustainable fashion for cheap like go yeah. to charity shops or what we always tell people is like the simplest way for like the most basic bitch in the world like <laughs> this is like number one thing of anybody listening if yeah. they want to get more sustainable is one day okay pick a saturday 12 o'clock open a bottle of red wine set yourself <laughs> up today, get some tunes playing i recommend a bit of father john misty something like I that, love father john misty. um and pull 
everything out of your wardrobe like the boxes under your bed that you don't even know if there's rats living in because they've been there yeah, for so yeah, long yeah. everything everything out of your wardrobe everything out of the drawers every pair of knickers you've owned since you were five years old yeah. everything pull everything out and, and put it onto your bed it. and look at it and hold it up and try to restyle what you have or even just pull everything out and put it back into your wardrobe and in that process of just re kind of repacking everything into your wardrobe you're going to rediscover what you already have because <laughs> yeah. a lot of the time like we'll all agree like you you, you kind of tend to wear the same thing over and over again i've bought the same version of like a night out top let's say that i'm like and i'm like I, and like dave was like you have that yeah you have that top three times over and it's yeah. so depressing he's actually right i've just probably buried it in a drawer definitely or like something will fall off a hanger and just kind of like get dug down to the bottom yeah. and like sneak behind like trying to just like yeah. a worm and just like wriggles its way yeah. to the very back i will back say corner. thank god for marie Kondo because <laughs> she really sorted out my life for a while Basically, my wardrobe is like jumpers, t-shirts, two hoodies, and about five pairs of jeans. That's pretty much it, right? Yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, and I've that's just what I've always worn. Uh, Marie Kondo, yeah, exactly what you're describing. Take everything out and look at it and feel it and thank it. Oh God, yeah, that. that <laughs> <laughs> For me, it was just literally looking at the quantities of clothing on my bed. Yeah, yeah like in yeah, a pile. Yeah. I was like, that's disgusting. And I always justified my behavior because I would always. I clear my wardrobe every few months and I would be like giving it, putting it back to charity shops or giving it to friends. And I was like, you know, that's fine. But then I was like, Roshi, it's not fine if you're just filling it right back up again, yeah. which I was doing. I yeah, wasn't yeah, getting yeah, rid yeah, of it yeah, and yeah. passing stuff on and then being done. I was just buying more. And it, that was so depressing. But you know what? It's like, you don't have to go minimalist with your wardrobe. Like all the time people bring up like, what's it called again? It's like a, like a, a wardrobe that there's only a certain amount of things in. Oh, I can't remember what it's called. But it's, it's basically like a wardrobe yeah. where you have like 10 t-shirts that go with yeah. 10 pairs of jeans oh, and 10 yeah, yeah, jumpers yeah. and you kind of like rotate these things. Yeah. It's like, you know, going to the same where your wardrobe does not have to be that. Like, yeah. I, like I, I, I'm not into that at all. Like I have yeah. a disgusting quantity of clothing. Yeah. But like, that's okay. But like once you're doing it in a sustainable way. So like a simple way to do it again is like invite a couple of friends over for tea, five friends, get everybody to bring five items of clothing they no longer wear and just swap amongst yourselves. So you, okay, so you do swap shops. I love shops. that. Yeah. You yeah. do a swap shop, right? How does it work? So we, yeah, we host swap shops with like kind of like 50 to 70 people. So everybody brings five items of clothing they no mm. longer wear and we have loads of rails set up Everybody hangs up their stuff on the rails Mm -hmm. and then we kind of tell everybody to have a look around at things that they may like and then we put everybody behind a line and we do like a three to one. See, I'd be like, if I saw something I really liked, I would just be like, oh my God, get out of my way. No, but it's like that. (laughs) I've seen the videos. Pupils are dilating, (laughs) mouths are foaming, like elbows are out. But we, yeah, we do a three to one and everybody's allowed to take one item of clothing. And then we go back to the line and anybody that was at kind of like the front of the line goes to the back and you know what I mean? Like Mm. we kind of like move around the group and we do that three or four times so everybody leaves with at least kind of like five items of clothing but for the most part like people are leaving with five items of really good quality clothing that they wow, really yeah. like and we're preventing clothing from going to landfill but also preventing people from supporting kind of fast fashion outlets so it's like a, it's a and real also win-win. raising awareness and a nice little fun day out and so, probably a nice little like um new friend meeting opportunity yeah because what we always lovely. tell we always tell people if like if you see somebody pick up your dress then go over and tell them like I wore that to my cousin's oh wedding. Oh my god, that is a great idea. So at the last, at, at one of the, our first ones, this girl brought a lovely little blue T-shirt with a rainbow on it. And at the end, at the end of the swap shop, when somebody else picked it up, I was standing with the girl who picked it up, and she was delighted with her rainbow T-shirt. Mm-hmm. And this girl came over and said, "Oh my god, I'm so happy you picked up that T-shirt. That's the T-shirt I came out to my parents in, and I've worn it to every pride since. No I hope way. that it brings you such joy. That is oh my god, my game and like." But that's what clothing kind of should be, though, isn't it? It's yeah. like something that you have kind of nice memories with, and you're not just saying, fuck it, I want to wear this to onto coppers tomorrow night and then throw it away. But that's the joy of buying secondhand. Yeah. You know, when you buy secondhand, <laughs> like, you just wonder, you find things who, in the pockets. How yeah. you find, but like, who? Yes. I wonder, I wonder, did somebody fall in love in this t shirt? I, I know, wonder, has yeah. this t shirt yeah. been outside of Europe? I wonder, has this top been to more concerts than I have? Like, that's the way clothing should be. It should have a, bit of a, a story. soul and a story. What's the weirdest thing you found in a piece of secondhand clothing? Oh, what's the weirdest thing? Tissues, not not too weird. (laughs) And I found so I have these pair of blue dungarees, like kind of like workman's, like milkman dungarees, and they have a cut on, like sorry, like a 
a slit on them, I suppose. Like yeah. Maybe like a, a rip, I suppose. Okay. And it's sewn up with a red thread. So it's like blue dungarees, but sewn up cool. with a red thread. Cool. But like really shit, like really terribly sewn. So I'm like, I wonder who sewed that up. I wonder, was it a man or a woman who owned the dungarees? I wonder, <gasps> was it their mum? Was it their amazing. sister? Was it their brother? Who? I love thinking about stuff like, like that. That's, that's amazing. Like that, honestly. You get the biggest biggest adrenaline rush from secondhand shopping it's like nothing i've ever felt in my whole life way more than if i go into any shop like i will be literally pumping like like um, we're in, you get one find like oh, i just love it like i remember i was in new york last last summer and the thrift shops there are amazing, oh, amazing. obviously and i was like the friends that i was with just said like i was just like like going around like oh god honestly it's like and you're dying thing. for somebody to ask you where you got it so you can be like oh, no, no big deal i know no and actually deal. i got the best pair of they look they're not doc martin's shoes but they look like doc martin's shoes but in um like a deep green oh. like a bottle green oh. And they're just like, uh, they're the nice shoes ever. And I was like, surely they won't fit me. Because the size on them said like size, whatever, two sizes bigger than me. They fit like a glove. I could, I was honestly in the shop, like almost crying for like <laughs> that's $7. Like, that's an actual yes, Cinderella story. Like, I know. <laughs> and I have so many things like that that I just couldn't believe that it's worked out. And you're like, this Like you're nice. just saying like, Rose just complimented me on my Converse. Oh yes. And um, I got them at the, one of the, is it Tola Vintage yeah. monthly market? so they worked out at about six euro and they're almost brand new yeah and when you look if you went to like wherever mm. like whatever the uh, king of trainers that's what you avoid <laughs> saying the name it's like 70 quid king for a train. <laughs> the king of trainers <laughs> no one knows who we're talking about but i do think it's an interesting point that you made about like uh, like i know i if, if someone comments on something and they're like where'd you get that and i'm like oh charity shop they're like oh god classic no, i couldn't do it i know and you're like, and, but i think maybe you know you said about getting the glass of wine and, and clearing out your wardrobe maybe you get the glass of wine and you go into a few charity shops Absolutely. and just see yeah. how much is this <laughs> seven euro rip off it's weird how actually you know it's bad how scabby i get also in charity shops i'm like 10 oh, euro yeah. <laughs> i'm like it's charity like you're giving it to charity it's like i get real well, weird on money as well like my i was just talking to my girlfriend and about this and she made a really good point she was like like i get that okay so there's a certain shop that's now that now has a vintage rail that's like repurposed right re, right right what's the word i'm looking yeah. for yeah repurposed mm. um uh, clothes yeah right and it's like literally there was a t-shirt that was 30 euro yeah i know the exact brand you're talking about yes yeah i was literally next door in dublin vintage factory and saw a much better t-shirt for like two euro i love dublin vintage factory oh it's the best yeah, so it's cheap. Yeah. what i'm so saying cheap. is is i don't know like yes like i'm like that is good but i feel like they're just doing it as a mm. oh yeah look what we're doing and it's vintage and it's curated and it's like 30 40 yeah is there any is there any dodgy like okay by going to a vintage shop regardless of price is it all that's all good right or is there could there be any like unethical i don't know i'm trying to think is there any i know what you mean i know what you mean like there's like a lot of the more and more that sustainability like sustainability and trendy should never be in the same sentence but like it just is at the moment like sustainability is like is trendy yeah, at the yeah. moment but the, the thing about it is it's like it has to be mm. it has to be like it's not this isn't going out of style anytime soon yeah the planet's dying we need to yeah. exactly yeah. so like there is a lot of brands coming forward now and like maybe wanting to look sustainable but yeah. not actually putting practices in place to be sustainable but like i'm all for brands bring, like trying to resell vintage clothing that's curated because like do you know at the end of the day like even like what what vintage shops are it's it's people going into massive warehouses of clothing mm. and getting getting a, a quantity of like curating essentially yeah. like getting mm. picking pieces that they think people will like and reselling it so they're making a cut mm. of that like that's okay but there there are things to look out for definitely like in brands that are maybe like looking to be sustainable but because yeah. that money be would just go back into producing the shit clothes that that they're making you know what i mean if there's one rail that's that's like might be secondhand stuff like you're yeah. literally still funding the production of like three floors of but you know oh, what, if but it's you know, that brand yeah yeah, yeah I, I mean this in particular but, but that know, piece of clothing hasn't been made new i guess so yeah small. yeah yeah that's the thing it's like they're not like at least that's a circular economy of clothing at least that's clothing that's going to be worn again like yeah. what i'd have a way bigger problem with is brands that are putting out clothing in terrible quantities and they could not give couldn't give a shit whether that clothing is going to be worn and dumped 
within a yeah. week. Yeah. Like and that like that goes without like that goes with brands who are now coming forward and saying that they have organic cotton jeans. Mm. And they're asking everybody to look at these organic cotton jeans and don't look at the vast quantity of other clothing we're we're, we're producing. Oh, so just refocusing your attention. Refocusing your attention. And like what that is, it's like that's like greenwashing 101. That's yeah. like look at us we're being sustainable but they don't actually care. Yeah. Oh yeah. God, that's, exactly that's so it. depressing. They're still, but they're just, yeah. 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 Yeah, they've obviously taken one small step. They're just being like, look over here, look over here. God. We have some questions. Yeah. yeah they're, they're kind of like quick fire questions um, that people had. Okay, so. Um, what's the best way to actually recycle your old clothes? Uh, okay, so to recycle your own clothes, like first and foremost, if, if, it, if it has a rip, if it has a tear, if it has a button that needs to be mm. sewn back on, learn to sew. That's step Good 101 one. about being more sustainable. Okay. Learn the basics in sewing. Look up a few YouTube videos. It's so therapeutic. It's yeah. amazing. Everybody should know how to do the basics of sewing. We've come to this like disposable, we're, we're a disposable generation. If something is missing a button or has a rip, we're like done with it. Or if you've come to the end of your like hand cream, you're like, start using the other one before the other one's finished. Yeah, yeah, yeah. completely. completely. Yeah, it's like, like it's just keep going, keep yeah, going, keep yeah, going. Yeah. Yeah. So we need to get back to it like a time of repairing. So say, yeah. Before we're recycling the clothing, if it can be mended, mend it. Yeah. If you can't mend it, get someone else to mend it. Um, if it is something that you no longer wear, if it's if it's a you know if it's a, a dress that's no longer that you you don't see yourself mm. wearing anymore, maybe could you turn that into a t-shirt and mm. would you would you then wear it? Maybe you have a friend that you could see in that dress. Give it to them. Mm. Try to make it like try to hand it over to different hands. Like mm. is, is the first step. So try to mend. Try to restyle. Try to swap it. And okay. then donate to charity. Okay. That's and great. So Literally, as you say that, I was no. like, I ripped jeans last week and I was going to throw them out, but actually they could make some really nice shorts. I could fix the hole with, with the ends of the, of the... Anyway. And look, there's loads of creative solutions online. Like there's loads of ways if you have a cut, if you have a, a, a tear that you can like sew it and embroider mm. into a little flower. There's loads of really cool things that you can do to yeah. your clothing to yeah. kind of make it more individual. And what about clothes banks? Like are they... What's crap with those? Do you know what? Like <laughs> clothing banks is like something that I'm a They're bit so like... so full. You can't <laughs> bit, the yeah, in. I'm a little bit like question marky about. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, Not clear what they are never really clear on what on the on yeah, the what yeah. where this is going yeah and like i've tried to do a bit of research on it i just i just don't know <laughs> okay. to be honest like yeah I, charity know, shop is where we're is, don't is need to a charity shop like yeah. i like to think that that clothing is being recycled probably but similarly isn't. i'm like when is the last time that bin has been emptied yeah. like oh, i actually the last time i did it i was like i just where is this going <laughs> yeah like and who's who's in charge of this and wh- what's happening here but the thing about charity shops is like it's um it's it's it. You obviously, have to have give the clothes washed, and you can't like throw. Like you have to actually physically bring them a big bag to a charity shop. It's a bit of effort. Um, I think that's probably why people are like, ah, fuck it. Putting in this clothes bank is easier, or just throwing it in the bin. In our bins outside, we have. I see people dumping just clothes into oh, the bin. Yeah. So okay, so like what we need to get back to is like you have to rem- imagine that every item of clothing that you buy has left an impact on the planet. Okay, so say well, like yeah. if you're buying a t-shirt that's of po- made of polyester, that's plastic, like. That's carbon heavy. It's yeah, I remember you doing an Instagram story about it, and this was like you were describing buying a polyester dress, and you were saying you're wearing plastic, and I was like, oh my god, and yeah. you're sweating, you're sweating in the plastic, and it's yeah. Honestly, I was like, I'm not good for like. So polyester, polyester is like this new material that's taking over the world, and the reason it's taking over the world is because it's really easy to produce, and also it's really really cheap. So. 60% of the clothing that's going to be produced today will have polyester clothing in it, but will have polyester as a material in it. Probably more than 60, probably about 80% of the clothing produced today will have polyester in it. And polyester is a highly pollutant man-made plastic. So what we all know about plastic is it goes nowhere. So it's non-biodegradable. Every item of polyester clothing that has ever been made is still on the planet today and it's going to outlive any of us. That's all of us fucking terrifying. which is terrifying oh, and the thing is like when we're wearing plastic essentially we sweat more in it so obviously that clo- that item of clothing is going to smell easier or it's going to it's, it's going to be need to be washed more often so every time that we wash an item of polyester clothing it leaches microplastics into our waterways and most of the plastic in our waterways are actually our microplastics so as you were saying at the beginning of this like it's great that people are saying no to straws no to disposable coffee cups but most of the plastic in the oceans and seas and lakes and rivers are microplastics and most of those plastics those microplastics come from our clothing my I read mind today. is blown like I'm just like yeah because everyone's focusing on like the keep cups and yeah. the straws and it's like what about the clothes I read I'm today baffled. that like was it it might have been on your Instagram where was it? Was it seven hundred thousand fibers from a normal wash load? 
God. of microfibers of plastic are going into the ocean. That's terrifying. Yeah. Oh, a way that I've been trying, like, I've definitely not, like, I haven't stopped buying new clothes. I've reduced it massively. But the way that I'm trying to do it is if I am going to buy something new, I'm literally like, will I be wearing this in five years? Definitely. Like, do I, like, if, and, and I actually am spending a lot more money on these like pieces of clothing that I'm like, no, I genuinely like this or whatever's made of good stuff. But like, like for eight, for so many years, I was buying shit, like shit, shit, But shit, you're going to respect something if you spend a lot of money on it. Yeah. Yeah. Like you're like, that is, that is what a shadow of a doubt. You're going to respect 100%. something if you spend it's money on impulsive. it. So like, you need to, you need to, it, like it's worth investing and appreciating and yeah. respecting every item of clothing that you have. And like a huge part of that. So like how to kind of like offset the microplastic thing and the microfibers is that we need to care for our clothing in a more sustainable way. We need to wash our clothing mm. so much less. So, 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 so much I less. was having a conversation about this with a friend and I am not an often clothes washer. Like, as in, I. I, like, you know, I like I was just saying that like, okay, now, fair enough, in the summer when it's sweaty. Well, because you have story. so much that by the time you get around, the I don't, yeah, exactly. Year exactly. Later. That's like my, my shoe collection, Jesus, like none of them have a dent in them because I keep, <laughs> have so many. But uh, I, she was like saying, no, I wear a top and I wash it. And I was like, oh God, no, I get like three wears, four wears out of a top. I could easily. And she's yeah. like, no way, one wash. I was like, why? She's like, I'm, it's, it would smell. I'm like, it doesn't really smell. And she's like, maybe not, I haven't really checked. I'm not like that. Maybe that's the one thing I'm doing to help the planet is not washing my clothes. Yeah, we need to often. all wash our clothing so much less. Like I used to be a dealer for like cleaning my room via putting everything in the washing machine, in the washing basket. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah. like, I tried this on, I wash it. I tried this Good. on, I wash it. I just hate, I, it was never, it was no environmental reasons. It's only occurring to me now, but it's because I live in an apartment and I absolutely hate having to like put stuff in the wash, put them on the clothes horse. Wait, like, so I just, I'm like, I'm not going to so wash don't. Mm. Well, I no, went to work today. Obviously I do, but not, I don't wash, I don't, I get a few wears out of a top. And I get a few weeks out of jeans. Yeah, mm. easy. Oh, jeans should be washed twice a year, max. Oh, Truly. I, really? I got, Truly. I just washed my jeans and I got a chocolate stain on them last night. But and you can just... You can just put like that, so wipe that off. That yeah. needs to be wiped off, no, not washed. No, it's very much still there, but I just washed them. I don't want to wash them again. No, Honestly, don't. Honestly, just wipe them. Like, that's like, just wipe yeah. them. Oh, I did. Or and like put them in the freezer. In the freezer. <laughs> I put them in the freezer. Or also, yeah. a thing that you can do is by reducing the temperature of your washing machine mm-hmm. to like, from like 60 degrees to 30 degrees you can half the environmental damage wow Wow. and why is that like like environmental damage because of the energy that's going towards heating that water so just that so but it would still have the same impact in terms of like the microplastics and stuff like that yeah Yeah, but just just for just in terms of like carbon emissions okay of course gym gear now people who go to the gym all the time now that's in the summer, if I'm really sweaty, I obviously wash stuff every day. But then also people thought I was mental that I was like, no, I could get like two wears out of a gym top. And they're like, what? That you're is just, disgusting. You're just going like, to sweat it again. Sweating it again. I know. Now, obviously, if it's stinking, that's yeah. a day where I'm not going to the gym stinking. If you have good gym stuff, like if yeah. you have like good meant for yes. athletic Oh my God, activities. sorry. You know those really cheap. Um, if you've ever done like a race, maybe when you do the mini marathon, yeah. the cheap running t- tops you get, oh, yeah, the they stink t-shirt. because yeah. they're just made of shit. They're like, they stink Call so bad. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, I have a question. So I, I would say I'm pretty good on like, I make my clothes last a long time. And you don't, I don't think, you, I wouldn't say you buy a lot of clothes. No, I don't buy, and I keep my clothes for a long time. And I would every now and then shop in the shop that won't be named mainly for socks and underpants right mm-hmm. how do you get around that one socks and underpants yeah okay so as in like you're not gonna repair your undies are you i don't know okay so like the, the thing that i would tell people about like underwear for example if you look into your into like personally speaking if i look into my drawer of 30 pairs of underwear there are five pairs there that i'm dying to wear it's like when you wash a load of I underwear yeah. you cannot wear cannot wait for that pair to be clean so you're you can wear dead right yeah. like, and, that and is any like, of your period ones that you're like yeah. the rotten ones you've had yeah. for 10 years but like <laughs> even still they're the ones you wear like yeah. i'd say if i have th- i'd say if i have 30 pairs of underwear 20 of them i rarely Never. ever wear yeah. yeah so what you do is those 10 pairs of underwear that you love and you wear all the time they're the ones you buy yeah Okay. If you like, I, I, there's a pair of Dunn Stores underwear that are probably made from polyester. They're disgusting, gross, whatever. Mm. But I wear them all the time, so they're the ones I spend my money on because they're the the ones that actually get the most wear out. Mine are yeah. Marks, Marks and Spencers. I just there I, you go. Oh, yeah. M and S knickers are the best. They're the best. They have a lovely seam free range and they're really comfy. I they're not. M and S actually do have really good quality clothes. Yeah. That's all. I'm saying. <laughs> no, they do. They yeah. do. But like, like if you're like, it's just it's kind of. 
it's just what you're going to wear the most like the worst thing is like when you buy something that that collects dust in the the back of your wardrobe if it's something that you're going to wear all the time like go for it and that's like the thing about underwear it's like you buy the ones you're going to wear all the time I think that's a really good point like and especially people who are like don't want to are afraid of vintage clothes shops or whatever and don't know what to put together sustainability is also just buying pieces you're going to wear for a long time yeah. definitely even if they're made new which is obviously not ideal but like it's something you're not going to have to keep buying more and more and yeah, more yeah. and just buying less something that like something like buying less and like yeah. buy something that you love like I, like do you remember when you were a teenager and you eyed something up and you're like fuck it I'm going to save for three months and I'm going to get yeah, that yeah. there was a pair of Keds yeah. like a pair of Keds I that I was dying for and yeah. I, I sold fucking eggs I sold eggs from my chicken's arse <laughs> to get these Keds <laughs> And I saved it for three months. Like, <laughs> it's like you sold your eggs. You like, <laughs> <laughs> should have gotten eight grand for those eggs. No, yeah, honestly, young, young Mullingar <laughs> eggs. <laughs> Genuinely, like the, the chickens, I, I saved them and I got my kids. And I wore oh. them to death. To death. Amazing. I got a pair of Vans, <laughs> slip-on Vans. Um, oh. Not the checkerboard ones, but they had uh, pink elephants on them. <gasps> oh, I remember them. Yeah, and yeah. I just wanted them for so long. And like you saved up and you got yeah, them yeah, yeah. and you loved them I and you cherish them. them. It's like, yeah. that's what we need to get back to. Actually, my, my version of that was Docs when I was like 19. Yes. And uh, I, but yeah. like they were like 100 years. Actually, back then they're about 80. Now they're what, 170? Yeah. So um, but 80 quid when you're in college is a lot of money. Or left just left school. like yeah. It's a lot job. of money. And I saved and saved and I got them. Was fucking delighted. And I still have them now. But that like, it just yeah. goes to show. Like it's, it's like if you... Every time that you're tempted to buy an item of clothing, if you just put that into a bucket and get something that you truly, really, really want, yeah. you're going to be proud of wearing that item. You're going yeah. to be happy. You're going to yeah, be proud yeah. of yourself for saving up the money. Yeah. You're going to cherish that item. You're going to look after it. You're going to have it for years to come. Absolutely. I used to do this really, really annoying thing. Let's say I've had a pair of shoes or something that I really liked. Like let's say a pair of Converse, right? Or Doc Martens. I love them to bits. I'm like, I'm going to get another pair in a different colour, right? And like, let's say, so for example, I got white Doc Martens. Oh, white Doc Martens they, they had a spell in Jane they Casey's house too. Yeah. <laughs> See, I gave them to you. There you go. Yeah. Um, or like, you know, pink, pink Converse or something. And I would never, like, I just kept going back to the original pair that I love the most. But I was trying to buy more of the, it was this urge to like, I love these, so I'm going to buy more it's of it. It's back to the knickers. It's back, it's back to, to the knickers it's back to the lacy green pair that's in the back of the drawer oh, all the lacy that you ones. want to wear yeah. you know you look great in but you know what you never, never wear them never. it's true and the lacy ones like are just sitting in a corner there or like thongs that I'm like one day I'll wear a thong <laughs> that's what I'll do like I have like I can't do it that's why my M&S seamless knickies do the job for me 100% like that like that's, that's, that's exactly the one same one day way. I'll be a girl who wears a thong someday well, we go to these questions. Yeah, read it. Okay, so we asked one. Yeah, um, this is interesting. Now you might, int- obviously, your your bag is more fashion, but this girl asked, "What are some good sustainable beauty and skincare products?" Yeah, Lush is obviously Lush is fantastic. Yeah. So, would any kind of beauty, skincare, healthcare, yeah. like stream it back down big time? Like, mm. if you're looking at your in your shower and you have body wash, body scrub, face wash, yeah. face wash, face scrub shampoo uh, like in, intensive conditioner the whole like, you lot. Know, everyday conditioner if you have all of these things like streamline it down yeah. you don't and you're need... buying a new one and you have a half one still there yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah. Like, you don't need all these the shampoo, bar. the shampoo I've been singing the shampoo bars praises it's now. unbelievable it's, it's unbelievable. amazing I've it's had amazing. I just ran out of my first shampoo bar I, the girls can oh admit God, I, have like a, I have a lot ago. of hair yeah I got that on the 2nd of May. I remember because it was the May Day bank holiday and yeah. it just is gone now. It's, yeah. They're fantastic. And like that's a that's a that's the case with a lot of a lot of like plastic free yeah. things because it's like concentrated. You know uh, uh my wadi and and Ribena brought out like a a not from concentrate range. Remember yeah. it's like double yeah, concentrate. Yeah, yeah. Like that's essentially what a shampoo bar is. It's like you have to use less of it. Yeah. Yeah, so, it doesn't have all the crap in it. Because it doesn't have all, it doesn't have water essentially and that's like, yeah. that's like diluting it down. I really was sceptical of the shampoo bar. Jane was selling me and I was like, I don't think, I don't think it's oh, going to work. Literally, <laughs> you put it on your head and do like three slicks it's along super, the head and then it's, it's just super. lathers up. It lathers and my hair has never been so great and I've got the conditioner as well and it is fantastic yeah. and Lush have the fring, bring the fring, bring the five pots back and get a, another thing yeah you know what they're just really saying like I was in there and I was like do I need the little tin or like um, which question container? did you get the, did you get the container because we've been using a lunchbox thing and it's in not the good. shop in the, the tin, sh- it's yeah, totally worth the tin. I, exactly. I think everybody who buys a shampoo worth Once. first time is like fuck off I'm not spending I'm not, three euro yeah. on a tin and then like next time around you're like I'll take the tin in the <laughs> shop I'll take ten in the, the shop she was like oh, you don't really need it but then my friend ended up 
getting it for me so I'm delighted to have it I suppose but I put yeah, mine in a little lunchbox thing yeah, but yeah. It's, I think it's the gym um, in a lunchbox it's box. not as good no I need the tin the tin is yeah. great it's to it's be honest it's collecting a bit of water and then it starts foaming up at itself and no get <laughs> yeah. the tin there, there, there you go get the but tin. yeah so like stream down all that you have yeah. like when I look into my shampoo into my shower now I have I look into my shampoo <laughs> <laughs> tell me what my future holds <laughs> um, I have like a shampoo bar and I have a body wash and that that's it. So it's like brilliant. Yeah. One for the hair, one for the body. And like if you're I'm not some sort of scientific genius, but I bet <laughs> you if you looked at look at like what's in your body wash, what's in your face wash, it's like it's both skin. Could be wrong, but like I always I always use just like the shampoo from my head on my body. Yeah, me too. But that's like, like, it's not what is in it's yeah. whatever. Do you know what's great? Um you know that homemade sugar scrub, just it's just essential oils, uh coconut oil and sugar. Mm. Yeah. And it's like a job. Move move away from plastic as much as possible. Yeah. Mm. All that stuff is expensive unnecessarily. To be honest, yeah. it's like you're paying for the container to hold this, th- like what's inside it. Yeah. Probably more than what you're than than the cost of what's inside it. Yeah, great tip. Great tip. Um, da, da, da. this is very specific, but where do Doc Martens come in terms of ethicalness? But I think. It's probably just at least with Doc Martens that you're going to invest in them. I've had my Docs for 10 plus years. <laughs> yeah, it's they're, kinda, they're great quality shoes, yeah. to be fair. Yeah, like their production model maybe isn't the most sustainable. Um, I think they are putting more measures in place to kind of offset their carbon emissions. But mm-hmm. it, Doc Martens like, are the epitome of investing in something that you yeah. have for a long time. Mm-hmm. So I live in Docs. I have four pairs of Docs mm-hmm. and I just, I, 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 I own nothing but Docs. Mm-hmm. And it's only four pairs, but I live in them. So like I know that I'm not going to be supporting all of these fast fashion houses putting out shoes all the time so yeah. like investing in good quality clothing shoes shoe wear that will last for a long time yeah i'm all for it perfect um i think the price difference is the main issue for a lot of people any good sustainable brands that aren't that expensive like that's okay so difficult. 101 for sustainable fashion on a budget swap clothes swap yeah. clothes amongst your friends restyle what you already have like top tip as i said honestly if everybody listening to this podcast just took everything out of their wardrobes that is step one you are going to find 10 new outfits take everything yeah, out of your wardrobe definitely. you got 10 new outfits ready to go from the get-go yeah next thing is hold a swap shop like not even hold a swap shop invite one friend over two friends over yeah your sisters brothers you cousins. can even do like it in your office you got a little office swap like, shop just like great crack great crack yeah great crack. i like if you if you have an item of clothing that you think would be nice in your friend be like come here i'm yeah. I'm, I'm done with this give it yeah. like like swap clothes amongst your fr- yourselves and then next is charity shop um, charity shop is extremely cheap and as you said every cent that you spend goes to charity yeah. but the thing about charity shopping is it's more difficult because like back to what you were saying yeah. Jane, about like the basic bitch thing of like not being <laughs> not, not knowing what to kind of get that's a term of endearment by the way yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, charity shopping takes a lot of digging like you can't yeah. just go in and look at a mannequin and say this yeah. top is stylish with these trousers with these shoes like it's not ready for you so you have to do a lot of digging but, but also go, go with like a friend like that because like sometimes i've bought friends in charity shops i'm like look try this 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 go with someone who maybe is kind of into the charity shops and maybe has an eye for putting stuff together as well yeah definitely did you, you used to do charity shop meetupy things right we still do them so we do charity shop crack oh they're such good fun so we bring about like 15 to 20 people on a crawl through Dublin's charity shops for like two and a half hours oh brilliant so and fun. it's such good crack because like that there are like uh, there are like elite mm. charity shoppers and then there are complete newbies so everybody helps each other out and like when somebody goes into a, a changing room to try something on everybody, like, everybody waits outside and they're like oh my god you look amazing you have to get <laughs> I it love like, that. that's amazing. so lovely it's also so lovely top charity shop tip is if you're like the ones in Dublin obviously like a lot of the ghosts are kind of gone if you're like away or you're from like rural Ireland, the charity yeah. shops you can get. Oh, like, because there's no hipsters buying up all the shit. Oh, Dunleary, <laughs> I will say. Dunleary has like the charity shop strip and it is very good. Okay, so like a couple of tips. Yeah, Rich areas, Dunleary. Yeah. You need to go somewhere Hoth where the well, money is. I think. Absolutely, yeah. 100%. Greystones. Another thing is get friends with who works in charity shops. Like the people who volunteer oh, in charity yeah. shops are volunteering there so they're sounders mm. so they're, if they're working for free you know they got to be a bit sound yeah. so ask them what day they get the shipments in what day do they get the vintage Clever. clothing in <gasps> they're, they're going to tell you next thing is try everything on your shoes are a prime example yeah. something that you look at and you're like there's no way that's going to work try it on one of my favourite things I own is like this size 22 yeah. John Rasha blouse that I tie around <laughs> tie around myself and wear as a dress and it cost me like four euro but like it, it was it's a bit, big blouse it's like not a home yeah. one of my favourite things try everything on similar to that like you can get you know a t-shirt that may look good as a dress or you know there's, try on try on Everything, even from men or male or female sections, like you never yeah, the know. The men's sections great I think are great because you get lovely flannel shirts stuff. A yeah, tip that I would shirts. have is you can take out the shoulder pads. 
absolutely the amount of things you try on you're like no this is mad but then you literally take out the shoulder pads yeah, or like, the amount of dresses i've gotten that are just really really long you can take them up just take them up and they look like the most gorgeous little tea dress or whatever mm, mm. that goes yeah. back to learn how to sew learn how to sew yeah and like and I just got my mom to do google <laughs> google the label of things yeah like you'll be so surprised i got this it's a bit mad and I don't know where I'm going to wear it but I will wear it guys and you will know about it it's like this uh, this red tartan wool cape holy shit like it's it's Oh yeah, I'm trying to get a visual okay, of that close your eyes think of like a red, red yeah I got it I've seen it and like I tried it on it has like the little holes for the arms yeah you know? like the little like T-Rex arms that come out the side <laughs> um, I was gonna buy it I wasn't gonna buy it it's a bit weird but it's really cool that, google yeah. the label it's Pendleton and I looked it up on eBay and it was the exact cape. 650 quid. No. 20 euro. No oh, way. What's better than that? What's what a better? buzz. What a buzz. <laughs> oh my God. I know. That's insane. I know. Gems. I did have a cape um, with the hands at all. Now, the trick, the trickiness with that was like, let's say if you have like, you know, a bag, which I always do. Oh no, I didn't even You would have like, your ba- like you couldn't because it's like that your hands are poking out. It's like little chicken wings. Yeah. So, and like sometimes I would often have a backpack and so it'd be like, it just wasn't like, right. it's more like you wear it on a night out. Or like, like a little handbag. Too. Yeah, or handbag. But for my day to day where I was always lugging around bags, I was like, this isn't working. You'd be like halfway up in the air. I have the weirdest mental image of like it's a cape and T-Rex arms. It's literally like, like a button here and like, like this. Like yeah. a little, like little red riding hood. Yeah, type but style. like wool, like thick wool. My mom's thick wool. Yeah, yeah. it's, it's thick wool. It's fab. Cozy. It's fab. I actually oh, okay. This great. winter, I'm gonna wear. It. I'm I'm saying it now, guys. Go for it. It's gonna happen. And put up a picture, please. Um, plus size sustainable fashion tips. Do Dublin swap shops, thrift shops have plus size options? Okay, so this is kind of like a point of contention. Yeah. Um, the more yeah. and more that we're getting sustainable with our clothing, the more and more quality and quantities there's going to be there. So. You know, the more people who are buying in charity shops, the more people who are going to donate to charity shops. Yeah. So mm. this is like this is like a cycle that's going to ultimately open up kind of the diversity in the quality of clothing mm. that you can get. So we're getting to a point now where, like, at our swap shops, there there's there's stuff in every sizes, mm. and we're we're lucky in that position. But the more plus size people are donating to charity shops, you know, understandably, the mm-hmm. more that's going to be readily available. So. We're kind of like, we're getting to that at the moment. We're still a little bit far away from that. That kind of comes back to the whole elitist thing of sustainable fashion. Yeah. And it's only really a, a kind of like an option for a certain demographic of people. But we are very much trying, even with Sustainable Fashion Dublin, like one of our biggest things for the next six months is trying to make it accessible to everyone. Great. But the way that we're going to make it accessible to everyone is if everyone supports the cause. So yeah. Everyone. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Okay, great. Um... Do you, this is very very specific um do you know anywhere that's good for reconstructing slash altering clothes the zip yard yeah i good. hear Unreal. zip yard's great so good yeah it's so good, good. But, yeah but, but quite pricey quite pricey but like you're learn paying for quality <laughs> yeah but you're you, like learn to sew but like if you've got a something that's really good yeah. quality like that's yeah. your was your granny's your granddad's whatever yeah. you want to put it in somebody's good hands that will make it into something that you're really going to wear and treasure every day the yeah. zip yard Great. Real. I think they're the main themes. Yeah. Maybe give it one more there. I think that's it. Is that it? Well, well, they're very specific. Any any eco-friendly dry cleaners in Dublin? <laughs> <laughs> is wow. dry cleaning bad? Dry cleaning isn't ideal, okay. to be honest. Um, like, try to wash at home and try to wash as little as possible, <laughs> yeah. as you were saying. Yeah. Uh, someone said, um, what, where's the best place to pass on unrepairable clothes? Okay, so... More like, recycling. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of a weird one again to be honest. Like most of the time, try to deal with them yourself. Like cut them into rags, ah. so like that. Like look up. Like the internet is a wonderful, yeah. wonderful thing. I use old t-shirts for, uh, what are they called? Hankies. Hankies, exactly. Or like <laughs> your sneezers. <tights. laughs> I call them sneezers. Sneezers. Oh, How cute is that? Like tights. Uh, if yeah. you cut tights along the legs, say you can use them for bobbins or hairbands or just as ah. ties to tie. Like I use them for all my audio cables. Tie those things together. Um, that's clever. fantastic and we clearly yeah. need something to tie our cables together yeah um, um, a lot of people are asking okay for like brands that like good sustainable brands yeah okay so I will list out a few but before that the kind of the surefire way is it surefire surefire quick way? fire quick, no. no it's surefire it's surefire sure sure way yeah. I wonder where that came from sure I fire. always wondered those things a surefire like it's a oh, is you're it? all ah. you're, Jane is great okay come here who's Larry and why is he happy 
Happy as Larry. I don't know. Happy as Larry. Like that's like one I've. I feel like it. you've been holding that in your back pocket for a yeah. while. Who's Larry? Loads of them. I said, loads so of them. I had one that, and my mom, me and mom had an argument about, and I said something like, "Oh my god, he practically inhaled that food," and she was like, "Roshi, inhaled is you know inhaled is to breathe through your nose." I'm like. Yeah, thanks, mom. I do know that it's a saying, and she was adamant that it wasn't a saying. And I was like, Where's it is saying? a saying. Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh, I inhaled that. Yeah. She said, no, that doesn't make any sense. That means I'm like, yeah, wrong. it's funny. It's not meant to make sense. You're not. Mm. Anyway, okay, glad, glad I've got your back up on that so one. So, like, who's Luke and why is it warm? Oh God, it could go on forever. <laughs> anyway, Luke warm. I actually, I, I, I looked that up and now I can't remember. So also, okay, oh I have God, a podcast called In the Shower with Taz and Marcus. You oh, yes. Do. Where we answer mystery questions of the world. So <gasps> we've over 90 episodes and listeners send in questions they've always wanted the answer to and we answer them. So like questions like that, like why do you never see baby pigeons? Where did the idea of a three course meal come from? How do you from? answer them? Do periods actually sync up? So we, we research them and write scripts. Do and periods like, actually sync up? As if I'm going to lose uh, a potential, oh, potential listener. I'm going to go to that episode. Listener for life now. There's, but there's, yeah, there's over 90 episodes on like everything you can so you imagine. So you ask for questions. Yeah, listeners sending questions. That's a great idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to see a baby pigeon. I've never seen, why do we never see oh baby pigeon? I've never once seen a baby pigeon in my life. Why do Ever. we say cheese in photographs? <gasps> what, what is an itch? So I can see why these were Why top- do we sneeze? Okay, guys, go check it out. Where, anyway, can, where can they? Though. Where can they find the podcast? It's on all platforms. All platforms. Yeah. It's called in the shower with Taz and Marcus. In the shower. Uh, why is it called in the shower? Because the episodes are only fifteen minutes, so short that you can um, listen to it in the shower. Oh nice. my god, that is actually so brilliant because sometimes I just can't commit to a new podcast yeah, if I don't minutes. have the exact um, time, like walking mm-hmm. distance, mm. and like I don't want to get into yeah. it and not finish it. So our tagline is: you "Expand your mind while you wash your behind." <gasps> Wait. Anyway, so you must have good speakers if you can listen to podcasts in showers. I've got a shower speaker. Fuck yeah. 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 I would waste way too much water if I was listening to something in the shower. Yeah. See, it's only, it's like 15 minutes long, which is like that's the ideal good. time yeah, to time. Get, That's good. Get, strip yourself down, wash yourself with your shampoo bar. Yeah. Yes. And then get it. But anyway, then brush your teeth with your wooden toothbrush. Yeah. Oh, my bamboo yeah. brush. Yeah. yeah. What are we, sure, sure fire ways to know if brands oh, are Oh, brands. Good brands. Yeah. What to look out for on labels. Well, and that we segue from that segue from that segue. Yes. Segue. Yeah. Here we are. Nicely done. Um, thank you. Nice little plug there. Um, <laughs> you're a woman after her first heart. rodeo. Yeah, <laughs> Um, so like a a, a surefire way that you can that you know if a brand is being sustainable is if they're being transparent. So if a brand is telling you where they're getting their materials from, mm-hmm. where their clothing is being made, what's happening in their waste management, if you can find that information very very easily, if that's readily accessible. That's a sustainable brand. If a brand is trying to kind of hide that, is not being honest, well, not 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 even not being honest, but like is is hiding that or is not making that information accessible, the chances are there's a bit of shady behavior going Red on. Red flag, yeah. And can we trust what we see on labels then? If it says like someone asked, like if it says sustainable or has the little uh, the like recycle, recycle like label, is that something that you're like, okay, cool? I I, I would be dubious about yeah. that kind of stuff. Okay. Like even like certain certain uh, fast fashion outlets are bringing out like conscious collections, mm-hmm. but you kind of got to ask like, wh- okay, what qualifies as conscious? You know, mm-hmm. like what like what exactly does that mean? Yeah. I remember it's one collection. It's out one of collection. Whole so thing, like yeah. just just ask questions and do a bit of research. Yeah. Um, if if it is what it says it is, then they will they will be screaming from the rooftops about it. Like yeah. be sure about that. If a brand is being sustainable, it's not it's not the easy route to go down. It's harder. It's more expensive. If they're being sustainable, like they will let you know about it, yeah, and they sure. will have that information readily available to you. I Good heard uh, a brand is knocking off Vegas. <gasps> Stop. And I'm like, that is just the worst thing I've ever heard. Vegas are runners that are. Sustainable, made in Brazil. Okay, they're they're just all sustainable, biodegradable materials. They're just good, yeah. and, like, and they're actually not like considering all of that, they're like a hundred euro for a pair of runners, which yeah. is like the same price point as. So yeah, they're not more expensive. That, like, yeah, yeah. yeah, you pay that for a pair of Adidas or whatever. But yeah, apparently there's a brand knocking them off, an, an, an unsustainable brand, cheap fast fashion brand. I'm like, oh god. Yeah, it's I'm trying to, it's, I, I love doing this because I'm like, who is it? Well, apparently, <laughs> I haven't seen it, but I was like, why is everyone wearing Vegas? Like, how do it's they? It's the same care? brand that is recently uh, birthday. R- birthday recently. <laughs> ah, but I was like, it. I was like, how has how? I know it's great that Vegas have boomed, and but I was like, how do that? So many people have them, you know. I was like, and then I, and then someone was like, well, you know what? There, there's knockoffs going around as well. I was like, oh, yeah. Well, that's it. I think that 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 comes back to the whole doc thing. Like in the same shop, you can get. Like rip-offs of docks that look pretty similar, but mm. probably last. But they're not going to last three months. They're not. It's not three worth months. your money. Like you're wait. Yeah. You are wasting your money yeah. by buying those. Yeah, you're like you're Absolutely. like not only yeah. is it terrible for the planet and all those bits, but you are literally wasting your money. Exactly. Throwing it away. Yeah. 
God, you are a fountain of knowledge. Fountain of knowledge. Like, I am so energized and inspired, and I want to go home and like fix my jeans that I ripped last week. But well, like, have fun with it. Like, that's it. Yeah. Doesn't have to be hemp knickers that are itchy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. Sustainable fashion is fun. Have fun yeah. with it. Discover your own style through it. Fall in love with what you already have, and kind of yeah. give yourself the challenge of going charity shopping, swapping amongst your friends. Like, this is a, how a fun tips. way you can do it. How can people find out about the events you're running? So we are at sustainable fashion dublin on instagram we put all of our events and all the info up there every friday we do a fashion fact friday so they'll be all in our highlights on like the truth about polyester or how to care about your clothing mm. every week we also put out loads and loads of facts and information that kind of just make it yeah. make sustainable fashion accessible to everybody so follow us you'll find out loads if anybody has any questions <laughs> further questions about anything sustainable fashion related i will be more than happy to answer them i'm at taz keller but send them to me or at sustainable fashion dublin either or amazing yeah. and yeah you have i always watch the highlights and when i with the cotton one was just one that re, and the polyester i literally ran down the hall and went, mom cotton's bad <laughs> <laughs> and she was like what and she really she was like god um no you you're 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 so good at talking about it you're yeah. so knowledgeable it's so impressive well thank you so much actually okay it. kind of side topic but not really um just to kind of leave our listeners with something else not that they have it they've probably gotten so much but uh, a lot of our listeners always message in about like you know finding fulfillment and like passion projects and um yeah how to get started in something you're really mm. interested in because obviously as you said you start sustainable fashion in dublin and it's going really well any advice for somebody just wanting maybe they're in a bit of a rush maybe they're a bit of passion maybe they're a bit scared just starting something new like you did okay honestly step one is just start the fucking yeah. thing it's yeah. like yeah, yeah. you guys wanted to start a podcast yeah. and what did you do just did it yeah, you just, just did, did it. it and i yeah. know it's so it's so cringy and it's so like it's it's so like basic you have but to leave your just, cringe at the door just don't do you? it like yeah. do you, would you have any idea the amount of things i've tried and left behind it's like who cares that's Keep really good though people think that like things. oh they have a they have a podcast they didn't know that we made like episodes that were so shit that yeah. could do the light of day just yeah. try the thing like just yeah. give it a go and if that doesn't work just try it again like it's that simple like with sustainable fashion dublin geraldine and i met up for a pint i'd never met her before this in january <laughs> really? honestly i feel like this i thought this, you guys were like childhood friends stop. i feel like not only is she my, i feel like she came out of my womb like i feel like <laughs> we are not even sisters like literally part Whoa. one and how the same then? so i put up my instagram story that i wanted to like i was always interested in sustainable fashion but i put up my instagram that i was looking to host a bigger swap shop so i did a few with friends like we were mm. saying and i kind of wanted to host a bigger scale one maybe like 30 or 40 people and i mm. just put it up would anybody be interested in doing it and she messaged me back and to be honest i was like oh my god this girl is so eager like, <laughs> <laughs> abort abort um but she was like let's meet for a pint in grogan's and i was like oh I was like, oh, will I, won't I? Yeah. Like, like Geraldine is like, like she's full on the best, but like she is like, <laughs> we're gonna be best friends. Let's meet for a pint. And I was like, oh, um. But we met for a pint. She had a glass of wine. I had two pints of Guinness, and she is now the sustainable yin to my sustainable yang. Brilliant. Um, we just, so we lovely. just, we just talked about what we would like what I wanted with this and she was like let's just do it and like the next week we ran a charity shop crawl and like we only had, we did it for 10 people but that was that simple we're like fuck it we'll just give it a lot so if anybody wants Lovely. to do something has an interest in yeah, anything such a quick turnaround as well I will be something that you're doing for years and years and years and then do, do it for five people do it for two people yeah, yeah doesn't yeah, matter yeah, 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 doesn't yeah. matter enjoy the journey of it don't like be obsessed with what the outcome is but also a nice little uh, tidbit there is collaborate because mm, like I don't know if I would have been able to do it on my own without Rowan and that's yes, how we start anyway. we both said I think we want to start a podcast yeah me too and then we're like trying to do it together it's yeah, nice yeah, to have a cheerleader while you're doing it yeah, and also sure. um, ask people who you admire to go for a coffee like if there's somebody out there yeah. that you admire what they're doing and you, you'd love to know more like it's it's so lovely when somebody messaged me on Instagram being like, I really love what you're doing. I kind of want to get into that. Would you would you want to meet for a coffee? And we just have a conversation similar to really? this. And like I've learned so many things from doing that. And like that, it's kind of cringy to be like, listen, you don't have a clue who I am, but I really really like what you're doing. Yeah, do you yeah. mind meeting yeah. me for a coffee? Yeah. Like people are people are kind. People yeah. are willing to do that. Like you guys, if somebody asked that of you guys. <laughs> No. Well, <laughs> no. Jane's giving me we, a look here now. We did get asked once, but it was very like, oh, look, we don't have time okay. to meet for lunch. <laughs> no, give more context. What they? Oh, no, uh, this girl. No, it was lovely to be fair. And I gave her loads of tips by email, but she, her and her friend wanted to start a podcast and she wanted to meet us to discuss 
basically for us to tell her how to start a podcast. Right. But I was very nice and I said, look, we nice. don't have time to meet up, but look, we just learned from going online and blah, blah. Yeah, blah, yeah, 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 yeah. But if, the, but if well, somebody... Yes, you're right. And yes. No, it is. We're, me and Jane are always brutally honest. We're like, oh God, I should have met her for coffee. I'm such a no, bitch. No, like, like that happens to us all the time. Like at the end of events, like Geraldine and I joke that like we need a security guard because like at the end of an event... Like, this sounds equally terrible, but this is to make you guys feel less yeah, okay, terrible. Okay, please, okay? please, I'm making me um, feel better. So, like, say if like, there's, like, 50 people that are at our events, they're all, like, big into sustainable fashion. So, obviously, they all want to come up to us and be like, we love what you're doing with sustainable fashion. Obviously, that's so lovely. It's so great. But, like, you'll somebody will come up to you and say, oh, my God, we love sustainable fashion. We love what you're doing. I'm like, oh, thank you so much. They're like, I was thinking of doing this. Like, great. Oh, brilliant. And then the next person, like, oh, my God, we love what you're I know, doing. I like, know, there, so there is a point where, like, I think... I think with, with, with someone asks us, I want to set a podcast, do you have any advice? Like, I think we're probably like, look, to be fair, I, I'm of the believer that if you want to do something, us telling you how to do it, isn't, you're not going to get any sort of outcome from it. Like, yeah. you do have to do your own research and figure it out as well. However, if someone approaches us and they were like, I want to talk about a topic. or have re- specific things. Yeah, yeah, something that they're really interested yeah, in, yeah. in a mutual, I'd be like, absolutely. But saying, yeah. can you tell me how to do it? I always no. think, because you're not really going to get much out of it. Like, if yeah. someone said, can you tell me how I can replicate the... The yeah, swap yeah, shop or yeah, something. Yeah, whereas, yeah, yeah, yeah. whereas that's different because that's for a good cause. So you probably like you're spreading the word. Whereas, yeah. Anyway, shouting on. <laughs> yeah, anyway, we we're, were just we're, we're terrible bitches, basically. Yeah, no, we're all good. Look, we're all good. We're all yeah. doing something for the greater good. Um, but are we though? No, we are. Of yeah. course you are. You're pretty. We are. We're making people feel less alone. Ah, we are. Yeah. We're all only human, just like the people who are trying to find their passion. Like they're only human too. You know what I yeah. mean? That's it. Yeah. No, no. Together. The next time, if someone does ask us, I'm gonna go meet them. Okay, I'll leave you to that now. <laughs> <laughs> do that. Um, thank you so Thanks. much for coming. I can't even so much thank for you so much for that me. was great. I was promised a sausage dog, but we won't get into that. Oh. Okay? He might be over before you leave. We won't get into He's that. He's not here. He might be over before she leaves. Okay. Dave's office is three minutes across the road. That's true. <laughs> he gave me a week there. Is that a here yeah <laughs> you do deserve a sausage oh no i said you wouldn't be home too late no yeah. anyway this is, uh, this is anyway <laughs> thanks so much for listening and yeah thanks so much taz yeah. thanks for listening if you want to start a podcast just get in contact with the guys yeah, yeah. we'll give you all <laughs> free workshops free workshops free workshops um, yeah let us know who you